For WCYB Digital Radio, I'm Paul John Spaulding, here with Steve Morgan, the editor-in-chief of Cybercrime Magazine. Steve, thank you so much for joining me today. Great to be on with you, Paul. Windows Central published an article recently titled, How to Get Started in Cybersecurity. Steve, there's a labor shortage in cybersecurity, 3.5 million unfilled jobs, according to us, Cybersecurity Ventures. In theme with the article I just mentioned, how does one actually get started in cybersecurity? So, Paul, before I answer, I do want to point out that the author of this great article in Windows Central is Colton Stradling. And interestingly, he himself is a newbie, at least to Windows Central. And we had a nice exchange with each other. So, so many people are getting into our field from so many different angles. And there are a lot of journalists who are crossing over as well. So, to answer your question, there is no one recommendation for everybody because everybody's different. And a four year bachelor degree could be right. A master's degree could be right. A boot camp could be right. YouTube videos could be right. There are so many different ways for people to get started in our field. The great news is that it's a large field. There's a tremendous amount of openings right now. And our industry has come a really, really long way in terms of opening its mind up insofar as diversity, bringing more people into the field, young people, minorities, women. So it's a great time to look at this field. Steve, as you've mentioned on the show, you do have six kids. And I'm sure that does make you think a bit from a parental side as well. And really what I'm getting at is I think it might be every parent's dream where if their kid did go to college and that was the right path for them, and then they wanted to continue schooling, the hope might be that they could find a job at a company that also pays for more advanced degrees and certifications. And in cybersecurity, some of these certifications are maybe on the lesser expensive side at the beginning, but they can rack up to a great cost depending on your economic position. So I guess what I'm wondering is, do you think there is a path maybe people should at least look at if they haven't thought about it before, like joining a company that does support continued education. I think you have to practice what you preach, Paul. I'm glad you brought that up. And interestingly, it's something that we do here at our company. I say interestingly because none of our employees know about it when they walk in day one, simply because it's not something that they ask about. And there's just so much ground to cover. That's really just a bullet point in the grand scheme of things. However, I think it's really important. We have some young employees with us and we have a program where we reimburse employees for things like the Google Professional Certificate Program in cybersecurity that some of our staff are enrolled in. So if it's not something that people are thinking about or that parents are thinking about, they definitely should be. And I think ongoing education is critical and employers shouldn't be selfish. Yes, these things will benefit them directly, but I think you want to work for a company where they truly care about you growing as an individual, whether or not you stay with them. I'm glad you brought up that Google class because it is something a bunch of us in the office are taking. So online classes are a good place to start too. If you maybe are still in high school or something or still in college and you want to do more than one thing at the same time, you can also maybe look at some of these online programs too. One of my kids has gone online and he's done a really good job of weeding through some of the not so good content in order to find the good content. So for anyone who's out there, whether they're on YouTube or if they're actually on a learning platform like Coursera, be diligent, look at a lot of programs, be patient. There's great content out there. And online, unfortunately, you will come across some things that aren't so good, but push ahead because it's worth it. Steve, one thing before we go that I do want to mention is there are 3.5 million unfilled jobs in this field, as I mentioned before. That's huge. But also, this is a field where the compensation happens to be maybe a bit larger than other professions, especially coming right out of college or just starting in the area of cybersecurity. So maybe you could speak to some parents there about that because financial security is a 
huge part of employment. There's a couple of ways that parents could look at this. One would be entry-level, an entry-level cybersecurity position in our country that's in the U.S. is in the area of ninety-five dollars to $100,000, depending upon which source you look at. Another way to look at it is getting five to 10 years into the field. If you're a cybersecurity professional and you have a solid six, seven, eight years of experience, you'll be earning more than a heart surgeon would be after they're in the field for maybe 10 plus years when you think about how long it takes them to move from you know an internship to being a practicing surgeon on their own. Food for thought. Steve, thank you so much for joining me today. Thank you, Paul. To follow all of our media, go to cybercrimemagazine.com.